men get upset because women are not happy. If you just accept it, there'll never be a time where women will be happy all the time. It's like my business. There's never a time where there's another problem for me to solve. Life is about problems, and then we're designed to solve them and fix them. Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas and personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Ultimately, a marriage is the the best, biggest testing ground to learn something, which is called unconditional love, accepting someone that you just don't understand and can't make sense of. And I help you to do that, but you're still always going to be challenged. I'm kung fu. This is kung fu relationship skills we're talking about. If I was like this insecure guy and needing my wife to bump up my ego, whatever, I come home. Everybody gave me a standing ovation. I'm feeling on top of the world, best-selling author, celebrity type, all that stuff. I come home. My wife sees me and she goes, "You know, you forgot to call. When are you going to call me?" That's the greeting I get. It's like I'm such big shot. Or she'll say something like, "I'll come home. I'll be relaxing, watching the news," and she'll say. John, you left the light on in the living room. What are you supposed to say if you're a man? She'd be upset about little things. See, in her mind, she thinks, "Oh, I'm only upset about little stuff." That means you're like a great guy because I'm only upset about little stuff. But that's not how men. If they don't understand women, they misinterpret it. They think that if I really do a bad job, I'm doing a bad job as a husband. Then you have a right to be upset with me about these little things. Look, you don't do this. You don't do this. You don't do this. So let's just give me an example of what men think. Let's say I'm the president and you voted for me, and I come into your house and I track dirt in your house. But you love me so much. I'm the president you voted for, and he tracks dirt in your house. Did you say anything? No. You're oh, let me pick up your dirt. Happy to do that. No problem. Just like you were when he first married you. Pick up after you. See, women when they get married to a guy, they go, Oh, good. He has. He's a messy. I can clean up after him. Look at how I can give my love to him. Then later, it's like, well, what's he doing for me? Particularly at that time where she's giving and giving, but this is the time when she needs to receive back most, the most. So back to my first point, since I haven't even finished that, and I only have 15 minutes left. <laughs> dream with me, dream with me. First point: What do men say when they're thinking about giving up? No matter what I do, it's not enough to make her happy. And what do women say? They say. Fifty minutes of he doesn't do this, he doesn't do this. I give and I give and I give. I'm this loving, wonderful woman, and I don't get back, and I just have nothing left to give. And she doesn't, because when her estrogen levels drop, because she's not receiving. When anybody does something for you, your estrogen levels start to come up, and many women are very uncomfortable feeling femininity. So what happened in the '60s? This is my new book, Beyond Mars and Venus. We had these very traditional roles. You might call marriage a roommate. I'm the provider; she's the homemaker, and we have this nice relationship. Then, what comes along in the '60s is women say, "We can do everything men can do," and actually, that happened a lot, at least in America, because in World War II, all the men were gone, and so they women filled the factories and did everything. And then people figured out, "Wow, women can do this stuff too. They can't just make babies; they can do everything men can do, and they'll do it for less." I didn't design that, but they will. Okay, they'll. They basically they got babies and they'll do whatever it takes to put food on the table for that baby, whereas men are going to go. Well, I want a better job, you know. <laughs> and when a man's out of work, this is what you don't know. If a man's out of work, it drops his testosterone. There's nothing more potent to boost a man's testosterone is his work. And if his work gets too easy, then he has to do difficult stuff. 
Men have to do difficult stuff and overcome. Every man in this room, think about what you're most proud of in your life. What was most proud that you're most proud of? It's something that was an obstacle. It was a challenge. It was a difficulty that you overcame. You succeeded. You survived. You did it. That's what builds a man's self-esteem. Actually, what builds a woman's self-esteem is just the opposite. When somebody shows you love and support and you don't have to do anything. See, we got this, all this power thing, all these empowered women, a little confused. See, I'm all into women being like Superman, but they're unhappy. And we have evidence of that. And they're more stressed than men. Because when they're Superman, their male hormones are being produced while they're making money. Work for money produces testosterone. Hard work produces testosterone. Non-nurturing work produces testosterone. Risk, danger, decision-making, leadership, all those things are testosterone producers. Testosterone feels good. Better for men than women, but it feels good for women as well. Makes endorphins, feel good brain chemicals. The problem is once you're over on your testosterone side, hard to get back to the sweet, loving woman. Happy, playful, enjoyable, youthful, and certainly orgasmic. Hard to get back to the feminine side. So as women have moved forward since the 60s to become more and more independent, anytime I'm independent, testosterone levels shoot up. When a woman is independent, testosterone levels shoot up. When a person is dependent, I need you, what hormone gets produced? Estrogen. It's love. I mean, think about it. If you're hungry, you need food, right? Somebody comes along and says, oh, let me give you some food. Estrogen goes up and you feel lots of love. If you're a woman, that's the hormone you need 10 times more than men for five days of the month after your period. Then the next five days, you need 20 times more. And then for the next 12 days, you need progesterone and less estrogen. So literally, you're kind of schizophrenic. <laughs> now, a nice way to say this that I like to hold in my mind is that women are like the weather. The sun is always shining, but the clouds get in the way. And man, if you could just get, if you stop trying to fix women or change women, the clouds will always blow away and the sun will shine again. But that cloud's in front of there, and you want to like get mad at her, get upset with her, tell her she should change. Or as the Greeks understood, if you cut off one snake from Medusa, what happens? Three more grow back. That's the modern marriage right there. Guy's trying to explain to her that she's wrong for being upset or bothered, and she'll now give you three more reasons. And then you'll explain those are wrong, and she'll give you three more reasons. It's that that's the nature of femininity. They need validation. That's what's going to validate if you like explain to her, you have no right, no rational reason to feel what you feel, then she's going to have to keep finding reasons. So that's my Kung Fu relationship skill. One of them is my wife will say, you left the light on in the living room. Our electric bill is so high. You know that, don't you? If I was to actually speak my truth at that moment, I don't give a fuck about the electric bill. <laughs> I make millions of dollars. I spend out on a dinner. Do I say that? Would it work? I can make a joke about it to you. I can talk to my guys about it. So what do I do? Men don't know what to do. And she's looking at you like you're supposed to say, I'm so sorry. Now, before I learn this advanced technique, I'm going to teach you now. <laughs> my technique then was I'd say, I'm sorry. Women want you to say, I'm sorry. Then finally, I realized I got a quota. Every week, three I'm sorry's, and that's it. 
So my wife will look at me. I said, I've given you three already, honey. That's it. <laughs> but it didn't really have a great effect on her. Because see, if it's two women together and somebody does something, there's a little upsetting to you, the other one, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But what happens when you're a testosterone guy is whenever you get a stressful message, whenever you're in a situation that's challenging, and by the way, women, anytime you even think about wanting a man to change, it's like, what, me change? But I'm the guy that just called you and you were happy. So we get a little defensive. And as soon as men get defensive, that means threat. Then your testosterone goes up. You become more masculine. Now, what are the qualities of just pure masculinity? Independence. So you step back. You want space. You detach. You become less emotional. And this is actually measurable in the brain, is that when men experience moderate stress, estrogen levels drop, and blood flow for men goes to the back part. Higher stress, blood flow goes back here. And moderate stress, it goes here. And at that time, what occurs is he feels, experiences a detachment. Whereas for women, they experience under moderate stress, eight times increased blood flow to the emotional part of the brain. That's the limbic system. Suddenly they become aware of everything they're not getting. And that's why you feel overwhelmed. See, when you're in moderate stress, women are like, I haven't done this, I haven't done this, I still have to write cards, somebody told me this, you know, I haven't told this person this. I remember when I first realized this, I was doing a tour in Australia, we were talking on the radio about men and women, and some guy calls up and he says, yeah, my, wife, my, my girlfriend, I can't do an accent. It's, I thought she was like crazy. I said, well, tell me about it. And he says, so we're gonna go into the bedroom to have sex. And like, I'm all excited. She's excited, we're kissing, we're touching. Now we're going into the bedroom to have sex. And she says, hold on. And she sees a glass. I have to clean it. Okay. Now who has to clean a glass when you could have sex? A woman. She sees it all, it's all there, you know. It's, it's not like everything's flowing down south. And it's like, me, me, me. <laughs> She's still up here in the head, like, where are you, where are you? We had to slow down here, buddy. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Okay, so back to eight minutes left. Okay, so maybe I can make one point. So how did they slay Medusa? How do you slay Medusa? If you cut off a snake, you just get more snakes. So it doesn't work, men, to argue with women. You don't know what else to do. We've never seen what else to do. The only thing we've ever seen is an argument, if we were lucky, is our fathers didn't, like, yell and scream at our mothers. Unfortunately, mine didn't. But what he would do, if there was tension, he'd just walk outside. So I remember my first relationship, there'd be tension. I would get upset, and I would like, just like I knew exactly what to do. I'm going for the door. And I go out the door. I'm so confident. I know just where I'm going and what I'm going to do. And then I pause and go, I have, no, I have no idea what to do now. I never saw what my father did when he went out the door, because he was gone. So we have no training. So I, I teach men-only classes, too, in, in Marin County, where I live, and I'm teaching the men. Not, okay, now, the bottom line is whenever you're angry, as soon as you get angry, you have to know as a man, you just lost your masculinity. See, we don't have any role models of kung fu masters. Watch some Chinese movies. You'll see what a real man is. They fight without even looking. They're so good. <laughs> they never crack. They're always cool, calm, and collected. That's pure testosterone. Confidence, confidence, confidence. And of course, you can be this confident guy with your masculine qualities, and a woman who's confident, confident, you're on your masculine side. You can do anything a man can do. Never saying, on a spiritual level, we are both masculine and feminine. But our happiness is dependent on expressing all of who we are in a way where we can be loved. But in our body, you have this human body, and if you have a woman's body, you have to honor your feminine hormones. If you're a man, you have to honor 
your masculine hormones. So love is what keeps us going. But love, you know, it's like I love, love is such an expansive word. So think of love like ice cream. Who likes ice cream? Okay, we all like, most people love ice cream. It's in America, they're addicted to it. But there's different flavors of ice cream. So what are the flavors of love? There's certain types of love that will actually increase testosterone in a man or woman. There's certain types of love that will increase estrogen or progesterone or oxytocin. These are female hormones. So let's try to identify those forms of love so that if I see my wife is stressed out, I know she's too far on her male side, I can bring her back to her female side and then she'll be happy. How do I do that? I know the kinds of love that she needs. What are they? Caring, understanding, and respecting. That will always produce estrogen. Caring, this is simplifying it, but you need little categories. Caring, understanding, and respect. Now, what is respect? Respect means that I don't get to do everything I want when I want it, but I honor her, and that's what's called a romantic date. A romantic date is for her, man, not you. If it was just all men, we would not have Valentine's Day. That's her day. We would just have Super Bowl Sunday and drink beer and go to sleep. Okay, that would be it. Valentine's Day is just acknowledging there's a day where you experience tremendous happiness because she's happy. And how is she happy? You find out what she wants, what she needs, and then you deliver it. I can't be her delivery man all the time, okay? I'm across the world right now. But she doesn't need it all the time. She's an independent, self-sufficient woman capable of finding her happiness. However, if she wanted to be happier, which is that orgasmic and fulfilled in life, she's got me, moi. And boy, do I take credit for it. Okay. That's the glow for a man. It's like, look what I did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who can I tell? The point is, men get upset because women are not happy. If you just accept it, there'll never be a time where women will be happy all the time. It's like my business. There's never a time where there's another problem for me to solve. Life is about problems, and then we're designed to solve them and fix them. Our biggest problem is to think there shouldn't be any problems, that she should like always love everything and be happy to see you all the time. Okay, it's not the weather. Women are the weather. And men are from Mars. I talk about women are like on a wave. Life is particles and wave, yin and yang, opposites. When you have the wave, it means when the wave's going up, you can do no wrong. She's happy. She's like cool. Everything's fine in the relationship. She hits a peak. Maybe you just had great sex. Boom, the next day, crash. The wave comes down. It has to come down. And of course, when it's coming down, a guy goes back, back, back. No, no, just say, hey, this is the time. It's coming down. Let it come down. Give her what she needs at that time. You can't fix her. You can't make her happy. You can create safety for her. Beyond Mars and Venus is, in my generation growing up, it was more acceptable that men were like this, women were that. That was roles. Men had roles. And that changed, started changing in the 60s. Not because women discovered that men were assholes. That's pretty much a lot of what some feminists think. We'll call them Nazi feminists. Okay? They think that we can be equal. We're down here and men are up here. The way we're going to be equal is to put them down and we go on top. That's not the way to do it. And that's not actually the way this beautiful movement of equality has occurred. I attribute it not to hating men, but the empowerment of women, the freedom of women to express all of who they are, to not just be this vulnerable, sensitive, loving, happy, nurturing being. She wants to also be independent, be able to handle big decisions and be leaders and government people and make money and have career and work 80 hours a week and come home and be unhappy. But. <laughs> My answer is you can do all of that 
But if you have a personal life that stimulates your estrogen at the right time, your progesterone at the right time, then you balance your testosterone. You come back to your feminine. So women used to need men as providers. But as soon as when you can provide for yourself, what do we need it? What's my job? Literally, men are out of work in terms of women. Why would you even need a man? Many women go, I don't need a man. You know, I can take care of myself. Just take him on that. When I'm ovulating, I'll find one at the bar. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Which you can. But why do you need a man? You need a man because he can help you come back to your feminine side. That's the most important thing for women today. And that's our job as men, is no longer just to provide material support, but provide a kind of emotional support that men have never learned how to give. And the kind of emotional support that we need to provide, if I can give one, one of those kinds, caring, understanding, respect. When you respect somebody, if they're angry at you, you listen. You don't argue with them. You don't have to agree with them, but you hear them out. You don't try to change them. And if you get defensive in your man, you start to feel angry. Just know, whenever you feel angry, your testosterone is converting into estrogen. You're becoming a big baby. Estrogen, and you're throwing a tantrum. You're a total turnoff to her. And this is the moment when you can be the biggest turn-on. There's nothing more exciting to a woman than a woman going crazy and a man's there for her. Maybe you've never had it, but it's an amazing thing where she knows no judgment will ever come, no criticism will come. And a guy goes, well, I'm supposed to just let her do that? And she's not doing anything to you. You let her do that to you by getting all argumentative. Because when you get upset, if you get to the point where you're angry and you speak biologically, if you speak when you're angry, your estrogen goes up. That's why she's speaking if she feels safe enough to speak. Most women don't even know they have it inside because they're not safe. But if she expresses her feelings, estrogen goes up. If he is upset and expresses his feelings, means talking while he's upset, his estrogen will go up. Does that help him lower his stress? Does that help him to bring the blood flow back to the front part of the brain where your heart opens and you can be this wonderful person? No. So what should a man do when he's angry? Don't speak. Don't speak. Say nothing. And then if you're angry, she speaks more then you start getting angrier. Now, if you say what you're feeling, you'll get way estrogen. But there's a certain point where, where I'm having a conversation and I feel I'm being criticized or trying to be changed in some way. I always give her three, three questions before I walk away. The first is, help me understand that better. Because now I'm in charge again. I'm back in control of myself. I got something to do. You kind of go, what do I do? That poor guy with the nail, he's like, that must be really hard. You know, He's trying to find some sympathetic thing. When you think, why the fuck don't you pull the nail out? Why? See, the man detaches. He doesn't have all these feelings. That's like when my wife looks at me and she says, you left the light on again. And she looks at me. She's looking for something. What's she looking for? She wants me to say what another girlfriend would say. Oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm not sorry. That's why I left the light on. It's not important to me. It should be. We're environmental. You should be more concerned. And then I could get an argument. I could say, yeah, but we use only green energy at our house. It doesn't matter. It's coming from the sun. We have to all learn to conserve. Women always love to improve their men. And I'm like, one step at a time. That's it. Next step, little change. Remember, men, you run to be perfect, then you've got a whole new standard. You do 50 things, now it's going to be 51, <laughs> 52. They always want more. So what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. 
But men don't trust that they're going to be happy with you unless you do more. Do your best. Your best is good enough. Vishen Lakiani, and this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body? your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.